That was a music score composed by Arya Kumar, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Asia Town Voice. My name is Yin. I'm here with Johnny Wu and Alex. Hello. Hi. Well, okay. So, first question: What is Asia Town Voice? Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on every Sunday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community and their culture, education, and their events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that listeners will enjoy our program and give their support to WJCU. This way, we can contribute to provide many voices with many choices to you. And uh, opening tonight's program, Alex um, is here. He is a Filipino American, and he would like to say a couple words to welcome his friends. Oh yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna switch now to a different language. Gusto uh, lang batiin yung mga nakikinig, all Filipinos around the world. Who's gusto lang batiin kayo. Sana na mag-enjoy kayo sa next hour sa interview kong ito. Okay, now can you translate that for the rest of us? <laughs> well, basically what I said was I'm just greeting everybody, all the Filipinos in the whole world who's listening right now, and I hope that they have uh, fun and uh, enjoy this interview. The funny thing is uh, I used to live in Philippines for five years. I still do not understand anything at all. You what? live in the Philippines? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you were from uh, Panama. I, <laughs> my first English, my first language is uh, Spanish, then English, and then Chinese. Oh, man. So Spanish, English, and Chinese. Right. So, so how did you end up living in the Philippines? My father was a diplomat. So, oh, that's right. Yep. Stay, stay in Philippines for five <laughs> years, Taiwan for four, and Panama is 16 years. So where are you originally from? Here. <laughs> where were you born, Johnny? Here. In America? Yes. But just my father traveled all over the places. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, uh, Alex, what part of the Philippines are you from? I'm from Manila. A lot of people say Manila, but then they belong to different parts okay. of the country. But I really am born in Manila and grew up in Manila. Wow. So, what's the population of Manila? Manila is like a major city. Everything is congested. <laughs> it's about maybe 50, 30 million. Mm-hmm. Philippines has 100 million population, and everybody seems to go to Manila to improve their lives, you know? That's not the capital, is it? Um, no, it's close to Manila. I mean, there's like different cities. Well, wait, it's like you're in Manila or Manila? Manila. Okay. What's the difference? I thought there's a, a there's well, the there's thing, right? like, um, it's like Cleveland. We have suburbs in Cleveland, uh-huh. right? So Manila is similar. It's got different cities, but okay, okay. the whole area is called Manila. Okay. Gotcha. So you're from like downtown Manila. I'm from the suburb of Manila called Paranaque. Oh, okay. And and Johnny, where were you when you lived in the <coughs> Philippines? Um, next to a bunch of uh, ocean and <laughs> Manila Bay, a bunch of uh, maybe that area. Yeah. I remember very clearly my my that because I was only there for five years, so the only thing I remember there is ocean and horses. Hmm. Do you see the sunset? I don't remember. Or the mm. sunrise? I was, I was were a you kid. really young? I was oh, very, okay. very young. Yeah. Well, you see, you need another, you need somebody like you to me remembering things I do when I was four, so. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, in uh, the Philippines, how do you celebrate the Lunar New Year? The lo- there's a big Chinese population in the Philippines. It's not a national holiday. Oh. But um, all the Chinese um, celebrations are celebrated in Chinatown. I think there's a Chinatown <laughs> for every country, right? Yeah, I know there's because yes. when I was that's how I learned how to use chopsticks in Chinatown in Manila. So so you don't use chopsticks in the Philippines? I did. No, I, I mean like if it weren't for 
going to Chinatown. Exactly, we don't. Oh, okay. We don't. So what do you what do you use? A fork and yeah. spoon. <laughs> See, I've never been in the Philippines, and I've known you for quite a while, Alex. But yeah. we've never actually had a, a talk about this. So maybe we should have Alex to talk about the Philippines. Yeah, tell, you know, tell the us cul- more. What's how, what's the culture like over there? Philippines, um, I could only speak from the Manila standpoint of view because that's where I grew up. It's only recently that I've been visiting the different parts of the Philippines. But um, the Philippines, Manila itself, where I grew up, is very Americanized. At least when I was there from from the 60s till um, the 90s. Uh, very Americanized. It's very busy. Mm-hmm. Bustling, lots of restaurants, lots of American mm-hmm. influences, if you would say. It's got its own Chinatown. It's got its own poor area. It's got its own rich area. It's got its own Gangnam style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the common denominator, I think, is um, there's a lot of places to eat. Okay. People love to eat there. Okay. Is there um specific um uh, Filipino cu- cuisine? Um, and, and do you cook? <laughs> and will you cook for us? <laughs> I do cook. I, I do love, I enjoy cooking. I can cook for you. Yes. The Filipino dish does not stand out because it's always, I guess, just like with um, certain Asian uh, dishes, it's always eaten with rice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And any any dish is eaten with rice in the Philippines. And um, some dishes are hot, some dishes are cold. I think the major difference, as I've learned from um, Anthony Bourdain on TV, is uh, <laughs> the dish is, there's one way of cooking the dish. There's like a common dish, but this dish is cooked differently in different areas of the country. Oh. What dish is that? Uh, it's called, um, an example is adobo. It sounds like a Spanish dish. Adobo? Adobo. A-D-O-B-O. So if you say that to a Filipino, they know, okay, I know how to cook that. But if uh-huh. you taste that from different parties, some adobo are dry, some are adobo have sauce, some adobo have like drowning in sauce. So, so, it's, so it's like pizza in America. You have exactly. your deep dish, you have your thin crust, and you have Chicago and New York style pizza. But the funny <laughs> thing is they don't differentiate it. They say, oh, this is the right way to cook oh, it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's own way is the right way. Yeah. The funny thing is I only found that I've only found out about that when I came to the U.S. Oh, really? Because I got invited to, hmm. to different parties, and I go, mm, that doesn't taste like the one that I grew up with. Interesting. So, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Filipino ex- American experience here in Cleveland? Um, like, do you often uh, hang out with people from the Philippines? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, uh, go back a little bit. Why uh, did you choose Cleveland? Oh yeah. Oh, that's Why a good question. There, yeah. That's a Why very, Cleveland? very good question because because um, Lake Erie reminded him of the ocean, right? No, <laughs> you, you, have to, you have to you have to put it in, in perspective. I came here to live permanently, or in 1989. So if you could picture Cleveland in 1989, there's really nothing going on in Cleveland. Yeah. So, so that's why you picked Cleveland? No, I picked Cleveland because I got relatives here. My uncle oh. has been here since 1968 as a doctor. He's one oh, of the first gotcha. uh, doctor immigrants who came to Cleveland. And um, I came here primarily in 1989 to continue my college studies. And I got accepted at USC, University of Southern California. Mm-hmm. But the school that first replied to me was Cleveland State University. So based on that, that's where I went and started my schooling. You you didn't wait to see 
How, yeah, that's kind of interesting. You just kind of took the first school. I know. <laughs> not to go to California. You go to come to Cleveland. And Baldwin Wallace also in the high um, No, not really. Because um, when I came here, I was looking for a new life, a, a new beginning. Because um, I partied a lot in the Philippines <laughs> when I was in college. <laughs> Based on your Facebook post, you still party. Yeah. <laughs> Do I? Yeah, it, it's yeah. been You're uh, a bass player in a band. <laughs> Come on. So I said, if I'm going to go to USC, I, I, I've been to the place. I lived there for a few months in California. And life is fast. And um, uh, to have a new beginning, I, I like Cleveland where it's slow. I noticed that um, the city has potential. Mm-hmm. You know, Cleveland State Music Department was just being built that time. There was no Jacobs Field, mm-hmm. which field was still there. The Cubs mm-hmm. was there. We don't, uh, old Cleveland Stadium. I, I saw all of that when I first came here. And I said, well, there's no place for the city to go but up. Hmm. That's actually pretty nice. I mean, that's, that can show that people come to Cleveland. And we, right. we try to, uh, the starting point of trying to the, retain and attract people to come back to here and, and li- make a living here. Mm-hmm. Does any, were you... Were you vis- have you ever visited here before you decided to stay in Cleveland? Yes. Um, my first came to the U.S. in 1985 on a tourist visa. So from 85 to 89, I've been coming back and forth. Mm-hmm. So the first impression of Cleveland to me was, whoa, this is not the same as the U.S. that I see in TVs and the movies. You mean like New York, New York. <laughs> exactly, or Los Angeles. It's like so quiet and so laid back. And I was like, where, where am I? Yeah. Um. Oh, I lost my place. Yeah. So, uh, going back to Filipino culture, um, what what is the family structure like? I mean, do you uh, so s- talk to your parents on a regular basis still, or I mean, how involved were, th- were they in your life? They are uh, Filipino is very family oriented, very mm-hmm. paternal uh, mm-hmm. slash maternal. Um, it's not uncommon to see Filipinos live with their fa- parents uh, in their 20s, 30s, or 40s. There's a very, very close family structure. I think it's similar to Chinese. Yeah, so so they kind of live together, and then you have three generations in one household? Exactly. How big are the homes, usually? Um, Some are small, some are <laughs> large. You wouldn't believe it, but there's a support structure there where people don't need um, daycare. Oh, really? When yeah, I first came wonderful. here, I was like, daycare. what is daycare? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Because you've got relatives living with you, and you go, hey, auntie, can you take care of the kid, or can you take yeah. care of this kid? <laughs> That's how it goes. That's exactly. the network. I mean, because I mean, in China, um, in you know, more old fashioned ways they have like a gate that's around the entire family structure and you'll have the main house which is where you know the grandparents live and the geriatrics and then you have separate houses for different uh, brothers and their wives and of course usually when the women get married they move in with their husband's house so they would have you know little houses away from the main house and that was their entire quote-unquote house which is essentially many houses on one gated property whereas now in modern days because everybody lives in apartments they'll either live in the same apartment complex or they'll all live on the same floor or just down the road from each other. Is it like that in the Philippines too? Wow, that's more organized and structured. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, in the Philippines, they don't live in the same area. Oh, okay. They try to okay. be close to each other, but I'm kind of impressed with it, the same. Um, well, not yeah. all families are like that, yeah. but my family is. And generally, a lot of a lot of them prefer to be close to each other. You know, like you said, if somebody needs yeah. to watch the kids or whatnot. Exactly. I know I know friends who, who live in that similar structure. Uh, my house in Manila is beside... The house of my aunt, uh, my mother's sister, when they were looking for a house, they said, well, let's find a house that's beside each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's something similar, but not a common practice. 
Well, when you came here to look for a new start, um, what did you find? I mean, did you have to deal with discrimination? Did you fit right in, or how was it for you? Um, the word discrimination was not really in the back of my mind because, believe it or not, there's no um, <laughs> discrimination in Manila uh, per se, where where we see it here, where where we read it here, or experience it here. Because um, I don't know why, but people are so accepting in the Philippines in Manila. They're hmm. they're all smiles. They're always sounds you know, like a place where I want to move. <laughs> <laughs> they're always friendly. When I came here, I didn't. When I came here to live uh, permanently in 89, I went straight to school. Mm-hmm. So that experience was pretty pretty good. I didn't uh, experience uh, discrimination until I left school when I started working, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, but my stay in Cleveland State University, University I lived in the dorm, was very, it's very nice because okay. I met a lot of different people. Uh-huh. People were interested in knowing about my culture because in 1989, there weren't a lot of international uh, students in Cleveland State during that time. Hmm. But the um, (coughs) discrimination, strange looks came after I graduated. As I uh, stayed in school and uh, met a lot of new friends, that's when I started learning about discrimination. I got discrimination. What is it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I found out that some people are, you know, seated separately from each other based mm-hmm. on race i mm-hmm. see that i saw that in the dorm in the uh-huh. cafeteria so. yeah did you stay at the dorm over the vikings yeah i stayed at viking hall so for we were four neighbors years. Oh, really? oh really <laughs> i used to live at uh, the building where arby's was oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah just beside that's where the mdi started really yeah. <laughs> really yeah. our paths did not cross johnny yeah <laughs> Didn't cross it back then. That's so funny. You probably saw me walking around on campus with my dad a couple times in 1989. So. <laughs> Still a little kid, right? Yeah, little, yes. little kid, <laughs> holding hands with your dad, walking Shush. around. <laughs> so, is there lots of Filipinos in Cleveland? Uh, right now, I think the population is um, sixty thousand and above. Oh, wow! Over the Wait, years, sixty thousand within Cuyahoga County, or I think Cleveland? just northeast. Northeast Ohio. Oh. Yeah. Uh, over the past 22 years, um, I, I think I mentioned earlier that my uncle was a doctor. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the first uh, Filipinos who came to Cleveland were doctors um, in mm-hmm. the 60s. Because during that time, if you're a doctor, you apply. And then I think you get relocated without you knowing where you're going. Really? I may be wrong. But um, it's like, okay, Ohio needs doctors. This is where you'll go. That's how it was in the 60s because wow. the U.S. was pop. There were a lack of doctors during that time. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of interesting. It's almost <laughs> like uh, the internment camp they do with the Japanese Americans. That's right. You know, they just say, all right, you don't want to be in an internment camp, so you decide where you want to go. Or put you in Ohio or put you in California and Pittsburgh, whatever. In wow. fact, as early as uh, the 90s, uh, my uncle met, uh, on the way back to the U.S. from my vacation, met a Filipino couple. They didn't know anyone in Cleveland. They just met in the airplane. They were going to Cleveland trying to live in a hotel. They have green cards. They got, you know, they immigrated, but they don't know anyone. Oh. And I think if you don't know anyone and you're immigrating using the natural process, immigration will say, where do you want to say stay? Or they're going to really select a state for you to stay. Interesting. Hmm. Have you still get kept in contact with them? Oh yeah, yeah, they're very uh, close that. friends of uh, <laughs> friends of us. So, um, Alex, we know that you DJ on the side. Mm-hmm. How did you get into the DJ DJing scene? The DJ scene? Yes. <laughs> DJ. Oh, wait, well, first of all, let me ask, what kind of DJ are you? 
Oh, I'm a um, house music DJ, like dance okay. music. So like weddings and huh? events. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Mm. You really? You do? <laughs> What's that? You do? House music usually I didn't know that. underground music. Oh, yeah, I th- yeah. so you can DJ for raves and. Yeah, I can. Yeah, huh. I can. I can. It just doesn't show up it because the seem gigs to fit that. Your, yeah. <laughs> like what they do, used to do in Metro Mix and. Um, um, I did not Skybound. know that. Yeah, my my DJ started in uh, when I was fifteen. When oh, I was, really? Uh, <laughs> in the Philippines, during that time, you know those LP records. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, I organized parties and start DJing, and because in the Philippines you can drive when you're fourteen or fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody have illegal licenses. Yeah. You know, you just drive around, buy your alcohol. People don't ID people really? during that time. Yeah, just you're fifteen. Uh, <laughs> Parents uh, give money to their kids and tell the kid, buy, buy a beer, buy a six pack. You know, we should have to be like very that. careful with everybody here listening yeah, I know. to the gonna, Philippines now. Yeah, they're going to move to the Philippines. <laughs> that no. was that time. <laughs> Why? Is, 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 the, is the driving age different now? I have no idea. I haven't been, I've been in the U.S. for 22 years oh. now, so I'm not but sure if they... You don't call back there or anything like that? <laughs> I, I go there every once in a while. But he, I don't think he's going to call and say, hey, you guys, did you guys raise the you know, li- driver license limits? <laughs> Out of curiosity, we should call right now. My car? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no, right. No, 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 But, um, <laughs> but so, he, yeah, sorry, go ahead. So, so what, what do you like to spin on? Uh, records or CD? Right now? Yeah. Oh, right now, electronic. That's what's one of that's one of the reason I went back is because it's so convenient. Before I have to log all these records, it's mm-hmm. heavy, man. It really gets yeah. heavy mm-hmm. the, the, the more that you collect your songs, but now. I looked at it two, three years ago, and I go, look at this. It's all MP3. If you've seen me DJ, I just have my red laptop, and most <laughs> of the equipments are like speakers and cables and stuff. But the main, uh, it's just convenient nowadays yeah. to do it. So I prefer, well, I do buy CDs, I download songs, and then I compress them, prepare a set list for each of my gigs. So it's really, really convenient. And you're also the volunteer DJ for the Cleveland Asian Festival. That's right. That's yes. right. Again, it, I'm yeah. proud of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out in May 18 and 19. Yes. Make Free sure you're there. Go Come go. check out Alex. Yes. And on top of that, your band is performing. Am I correct? That's correct. And uh, you mentioned the CFC, the FFL, helped you or influenced you in starting your band? Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, well, I guess it's time to plug the CFC FFL. CFC is uh, Catholic. Couples for Christ Foundation for Family and Life. It's it's a um, Catholic organization, mm-hmm. um, not exclusively Catholics, but open to uh, couples and singles who want to have mm. uh, a more richer um, religious experience outside the church. Okay. So that's basically what the group is. The group gets together once a month, sing praises and pray, and they have some several other groups that does that. Now, uh, whenever we get together, we sing, right? So with the singing comes a band, a music ministry. Yes. And uh, I became a part of that in 2000, uh, late 2009, early 2010, because one of the, because the bass player needed to work and can't attend anymore. Yeah. So there's an opportunity there. <laughs> so being a member of that music ministry enabled me to play well with the band. It's mm-hmm. difficult to, uh, <coughs> not difficult, but it's not easy to play with a band. If you have an instrument, you have to be in sync with everybody. And that's how yeah. I learned how to be in sync to play with different people by ear. That's why I credit my being a good band member with um, CFC. So how did you um, get into your current band, Tone Lockers? Tone Lockers. It actually... Uh, Which I thought that band 
band fell apart. It's actually thanks to you, Yin. Me? Oh, <laughs> really? What did you do, Yin? I don't know. I, this is like the third band I inadvertently started. Yes. So. Well, remember last year when I was the uh, DJ for Cleveland yeah. Nation Festival, right? Yeah. So before that, I was already playing with a couple of people with no band name. Mm-hmm. And then the opportunity came, hey, we need to, you want to play? Yeah. And then I realized that I can't play because I'm the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was really uh-huh. disappointed, but I said, you guys play, I'll be in the DJ because I can't join you. Okay. Hmm. So so that that's not really your band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part so, of it. So are you saying that pretty much because of the Asian Festival, um, we asked you to play? You just the Tone Lockers was formed because... Uh, formed, formed okay. because uh, And they're all Filipino. It's a Filipino-American band. Uh, right now, no, but before, yes. Oh, so n- yeah. so the, you just kind of swapped out band members? Yes. Okay. Uh, currently, I think it's going to be rotating singers. And mm-hmm. um, I have I, I used to have a band called AKA. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that band. <laughs> okay. And that band was because of Ian also. Because oh, well, we were at four bands. <laughs> yeah, we, we were at Negative Space. And yeah, the cafe. Ian, you, Amelia. And oh, by the way, yes. Negative Space Cafe, a non-profit coffee shop in the second floor of Asian Town Center. Totally yes. worth checking non-profit? out. Non-profit? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, most of the... I actually did know either until i read an article wow i'm and actually going to be there next tuesday for neighborhood connections i'll be there tomorrow for a meeting yeah, negative space <laughs> is like a an awesome place because it's a hybrid place i have mm-hmm. never seen anything like it it's an art gallery slash performance slash coffee shop mm-hmm. slash hangout space so negative space art gallery gave us the opportunity to play during their open mic uh, events at the end of each month the last saturday yep last saturday of every month they have a uh, open mic session um pretty much y- i i don't think they have that many people so i mean you either sign up or you just show up and start playing yeah you, you sign up on the last <coughs> saturday and pretty much everybody can just show up as long yeah. as you know you think you can carry a tune or yeah. do anything <laughs> then you're, you're more than welcome so that's a where, great place uh, to start a band too yes, so exactly. that means that we let everybody know that if you're interested you can go to their negative space mm-hmm. on every t- Sunday At last, last Saturday. Saturday last Saturday every month and sing and or play music play music I got my tambourine <coughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to play your bass I in know, studio I, today. See, know, I was ready. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> well, that's okay. We do have a couple tracks that you had um, sent to us, and I guess this is a good time to take a break. Sure, we can do that. Which one do you want to uh, do you want to play? And you want to introduce it a little bit? Yeah, let's play uh, Tuloy Parin. You want to tell us a little bit about this track? Yeah, Tuloy Parin is uh, sung by Neo Colors, a very popular tune in the Philippines in the 80s, uh, mm-hmm. a few years before I left. It's a song about a person who's just recovering from a failed relationship. Oh. He's like saying, okay, I'm ready for the world. I'm ready for the challenges of, of the world. I'll leave out of my shell and I'm just ready to move on. Hmm. All right, let's, let's take a listen. Okay.
Yay! Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, Alex, I was under the impression that you had recorded the songs, but now I see <laughs> that you had merely selected the songs. I selected <laughs> the songs because um, I have the Filipino audience in mind because I've been promoting this interview mm-hmm. to a lot of Filipinos who's been living in the U.S. as well as outside the U.S. Yes, yeah, speaking well, of that, you. you created a, 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 an event page just for <laughs> this. Yes, 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 you did. <laughs> and I was invited and I said I was going to be there, <laughs> which I guess I, I am here. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but when are we actually going to be able to hear you play the bass? Or are, is that something that's top secret and you you don't want to play in the radio? You want everybody to go see your show and share you on? Yes, exactly. I need you guys to see our show. We'll be at <gasps> Negative Space at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> at Open Mic. This coming Saturday, month? This coming which month. Which is 24. Yeah. No, 23rd. Um, 23rd. 23. Yes. No, 30th. 30th is the last is week. 30th? Yeah, 30th, 30th is, is the, last. the last Saturday. Okay. Last Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, March 30th. Yes. We can do that. No, we can. It what usually time is starts the at eight. Oh, okay. It starts around eight o'clock. Okay, so we can nine. go to dinner and then yes, then rush exactly. and, and the speaking party. of which, uh, March thirtieth is when we're having the uh, meet the DJs get together. Or yeah, we're oh, what are yes, we, DJs yes. lunchtime. <laughs> no, lunch <laughs> dinner, dinner. Dinner. Dinner is at dinner. Six thirty yeah. okay. at Cafe Tandoor in Cleveland Heights. Um, I don't have the address in front of me. Uh, Johnny, do you have the address? Two zero nine six South Taylor Road. Yes, and if you like Indian food, or you want to come try Indian food, or you want to meet uh, either me or Johnny, or Alex will be there, right? I'll be there. Or Ashim, who's been on air before, and um, other leaders in the Asian community, or just get to know people. Lots of friends. Lots Lots of friends. Yeah. Or start a band. (laughs) It's a very nice place, because it's been there for (coughs) almost 20 years as well. I remember going there when I was a student at Cleveland State. I've actually never have been to Cafe I used to go there once a month. Well, once every uh, once a week. Sorry, they have to be really good. I go to Jaipur Junction yeah. a lot. They're really close to where I live, and Alex apparently lives really close to me too. <laughs> so there's about <laughs> 16 people so far RSVP'd mm-hmm. for that wow. day. So that's, that's good. good. And there's a Facebook page you can just yes. search for Cafe Tandoor Group Dinner Saturday 3-30-2013, and you will get the page. Otherwise, you had to go crazy. Oh yeah. Like the other way that <laughs> Yen was talking about. Now yeah. the the good thing about this entree is only ten dollar per course. Mm-hmm. So wow. which means that if you play you you know, when you order an entree usually twenty dollar, you mm-hmm. only had to pay ten dollar. Yeah. And that's uh, really nice of yeah. them. So they're really nice. Well while we're on that topic, I guess we could talk about other upcoming events. Yeah, the Cleveland International Film Festival will be April third through fourteenth. And um, please come check out some movies that were sponsored by uh, OCA and Motivations and FICA. FICA, of course, is a Federation of Indian Communities Association. Um, OCA is an organization of Chinese Americans. And Motivations, um, they're sponsoring the following movies. Key of Life for, for <laughs> Motivations. Sorry, yes. I, I was waiting for that. Fallen <coughs> City. <coughs> for, for OCA. And FICA is doing the Rafa Lamoma. Yes. And uh, speaking of motivations, <coughs> Alex, you are a mender, member of Motivations, am I correct? Yes, yes. I am actually the uh, director of membership for uh, really? for Motivations. You're not doing a very good job because you've never asked me to join. No, <laughs> because I wanted to keep you separate. I wanted you, I wanted you to remain a Cleveland Nation <laughs> festival. I see. He, he's seen too much of me. He doesn't want to see me even more. But um, <laughs> in addition to that, uh, CIFF, Cleveland International Film Festival, as we mentioned, um, Key of Life is showing on April 12 at 8.30 p.m. and April 13 at 3.30 p.m. Oh, wow. Um, if you join Motivations, we have an extra discount that's available. 
And it's easy to join Motivation. You just give us your email. Go to motivations.org. Motivations. A-S-I-A-N-S. M-O-T-I-V-A-S-I-A-N-S. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, the film is Key of Life from Japan. A very quirky and uh, funny film about um, identity exchange. And from that event... Uh, I'm definitely going to go see, check that out. I know. I, I did uh, okay. screen it myself. I watched... It's a two-hour movie. <laughs> I only watched... Yeah, don't, don't, don't spoil it. it. No, no, no. <laughs> I only watched it for an hour because I don't want to spoil it for myself. What, well, then... what? Uh, okay. I mean, then that's like that's like weeks of anxiety wondering how it's going to end. I know. That's why I'm oh. excited to to <laughs> looking forward to watch the second half of the movie. <laughs> well, uh well. So what 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 do you do for motivations? I mean, you're the director of uh membership? Yes, yeah, since uh so last and, year. And everybody just had to sign up and become a member for free basically. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what I do is <coughs> um, I help organize the activities, try to be in the background um Promote the organization as uh, the president, as Jen and uh, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel told me you have to be the face of the organization, and uh, I just we I help them and give advice to them on on membership issues. Come on, Alex, motivate me. What do I want to do? <laughs> you got free food. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> Wait, where's when's when's the free food? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love to eat on this show. We we, love to talk every, about food. every episode we talk about food. Yeah, and then we go eat somewhere around here in Asia. Town, yeah, we so. have a lot of events every now and then. Um, we only email our members whenever we have big events. So this year, since um, uh, Motivations reorganized, uh, there's actually a board member with each with a defined set of responsibilities. Do you know everybody's name, the board members? I would think she probably just mentioned who they are. Yeah, we, um, we met the co-president. The president, is, the co-presidents is Jen and Rachel. Um, director of membership is Alex. <laughs> ding, As ding, ding. Social uh, media director is <laughs> Livian Lowe. Director of communications is Pinky Perohit. Our financial uh, person is Allison Lee. Uh, secretary is Phil Bautista. Um, our retired president is. Um, the co-founder of Cleveland Asian Festival, V Hun. V Hun. And uh, I wanted to be sure that Phil was mentioned because last time. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Jen and Rachel was here. They forgot to mention <gasps> him. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. did Phil notice? Yeah, and um, oh, sorry, Phil. I think that's about it. That's about <laughs> it. That's the people that I uh, I communicate often. Um, I did. I did join the organization in 2002. I go way. Wow! Uh, really? Yeah, I go way, way far when uh, the organization just started. Um, oh I attended gosh. a meeting at um, Case Western, and uh, they have a mentoring program where they paired professionals with the students. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I joined them, and then I just fell off the track. And then I think four years ago, when V was uh, starting to be the president, um, I heard a lot about it. And then it picked up last year when I, when um, uh, Deb, Debbie hmm. U. Debbie oh. oh, U is the profession right. director of professional <laughs> development. I forgot. I oh, forgot. Oh, her. sorry, Debbie. <laughs> sorry, Deb. Uh, she's also the president of Ohio Bar Association. Uh, Ohio Asian, Asian Bar Association. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's actually. <laughs> so don't forget her. <laughs> she's gonna be. <laughs> She'll no, she's be here for one of the taping. Yes. Is she, is we got it, we got her invite. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Down the road, down. So yeah. Debbie is, is actually critical, uh, a key person who introduced me to Cleveland Asian Festival because mm-hmm. she's the one who approached me and asked, asked me you to DJ. Asked me to DJ. There you go. 
And go. I've known Debbie at Cleveland State when we were students. Definitely, so, you, okay. a, you can bring that little ding ding every time now. Should yeah, I? <laughs> you should. I like it's that. Actually, it's actually not a bell. It's a Tibetan singing bowl. So. Oh, <laughs> but still it works. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, I guess, you know, if people don't know what a Tibetan singing bowl is, it's um a bowl where there's supposed to be like a wooden... It's not really a hammer. It's like a thick stick, and you're supposed to put your hand in the center of the bowl and draw circles around the rim of the the outside <coughs> rim of the Tibetan singing bowl, and it's supposed to echo within itself because hmm. of the shape of the bowl. And these <coughs> bowls come in different sizes, and depending on different the the size it is, it's supposed to attune to a different chakra on your body. Um, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've looked this up, but the bigger the bowl, the largest one, it um. There's a certain note that it tunes to, and I want to say D, hmm. but I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it either tunes to your root chakra, and the higher you go, the smaller and the higher pitch the bowls get. So, And this is my tiny little Tibetan singing bowl. I was going to use that to play music with your bass, too, Alex. Uh, so, yeah. Maybe next time. Maybe hey, next maybe time. we can listen to another one of the songs that you uh, brought in today. Yeah, sure, you sure. tell us a little bit about it? Um, the next song, Awit ng Barkada, is um, very sentimental, and I think almost all Filipino knows this. Mm-hmm. It's a song about a group of friends trying to cheer up or console a friend that's down in the dumps. Hmm. So why, they, why is your friend <coughs> down in the dumps? There's no reason. Is it not, not a breakup? But no, no, it's not a breakup. <laughs> this it, is, it, is this like a country song? No, it's not. It's like a sen- Filipinos are very sentimental. You know, you, you got to remember that. Even though I'm not. Um, Wait, you're not, you're not sentimental? No, no. So in this song, the friends are reminding this person that, hey, we're your friends. Don't be done. We're here for, me, for you. Okay, cool. Sounds good. All right. This is a, a wheat. Awit ng barkada. Gotcha. Nakasimangot ka na lang palagi Parang ikaw lang ang nagmamay-ari Ng lahat ng sama ng loob Pagmumukha mo ay hindi maipinta Nakalimutan mo na bang tumawa E sumasayad na ang uso mo Sa lupa Kahit sino pa man ang may kagagawan ng iyong pagkabigo Ay isipin na lang na ang buhay kung minsan ay nagbibiro Nandirito kami ang barkada mong tunay aawit sa'yo Sa lungkot at ligaya, hirap at ginhawa kami kasama mo Sa pag-ibig may pinag-awayan Kung sa lapi ay wag ng pag-usapan Tayo'y di nagbibilangan Kung ang problema mo'y nagkatambakan Ang mga utang di na mabayaran Lahat ng bagay ay nadadaan Sa usapan Kahit sino pa man ang may kagagawan ng iyong pagkabigo Ay isipin na lang na ang buhay kung minsan ay nagbibiro Man 
Nandito kami ang barkada mong tunay aawit sa'yo Sa lungkot at ligaya, hirap at ginhawa kami kasama mo Kaligayahan Maging malalim o may kababawan Sa'yo ay may nakalaan Kami asahan at huwag kalimutan Maging ito ay madalas o minsan Pagkat iba na nga ang may pinasamahan Kahit sino pa man ang may kagagawa ng iyong pagkabigo ay isipin na lang na ang buhay kung minsan ay nagbibiro. Nandito kami, ang barkada mong tunay aawit sa'yo. Sa lumpot at ligaya, hirap at ginawa kami kasama mo. Kasama mo. Kasama mo. Kasama mo. Well, Alex, uh, that was a very nice song about friends. And speaking of friends, um, it, it sounds like you forgot your friend Barbara Lum. Uh, yes, yes. So <laughs> the two persons I forgot yeah. is uh, <laughs> Debbie Yu, our Director of Professional Development, and mm-hmm. Barbara Lum, our Director of Events. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get upset, don't worry. They're yeah, probably listening to this right now. Yes. <laughs> But uh, you also said you had a couple people you want to shout out to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, tra- you're not allowed. Ah, <laughs> it's traditional as Filipino. Hey, your radio, shout out to us. The first person I want to shout out is my special friend, Michelle, listening to uh, in the Philippines from Bohol. Oh. And um, Island of Bohol. And uh, shout out to my high school buddies who's living around the world. A lot of them in California, in Bosco, Makati, uh, Batch 85. So how do you know these people? High school buddies. We have a Facebook group. Well, I don't know. It sounds <laughs> like that you got in a lot of trouble in high school. So no, I'm hoping I'm, there's I'm an interesting very, story. <laughs> very, very nice. And shout out to my friends in Europe as well. Germany, France, um, Turkey. So how do you have friends in Europe? Uh, from uh, when I was in Cleveland State, I was uh, oh. International Student Association. Okay. And I was an officer there. Developed all these friendships. And they, some stayed, some left. I thought maybe you had a more interesting story, like you're secretly an assassin or something like that. So <laughs> I cannot talk about that. <laughs> you know, the, the benefit about this show also is because it's on, in WJCU and mm-hmm. you can play listen on the radio, plus you can listen through internet. Yes. yes. So all your friends on, on, in the world can listen. Yes. I have not told them about the, the internet availability after the fact, so that they'll be listening on March 24th. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> good. good. So they'll actually tune in. That'll be nice. Um, if we you found mean out today, March 24th. So yes, <laughs> yes, today, today. But uh, the who else? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's all right. Uh, I'll just keep interrupting him. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My friends from Mansfield, Ohio, um, they were the the first people who hired me as a DJ (laughs) several years ago. Uh, Friends in Chicago, um, New Jersey. Uh, Do they have names? It's going to be a long list. I'd rather (laughs) skip. They know who they are. I want to I want to shout out to my college friends from the Philippines, <laughs> De La Salle University, Catch eighty nine, Computer Science Batch eighty nine, and uh, friends in London, Cherise, hi, special mention. And I thought I have a long list, but then oh, uh, my favorite local band, Schoolgirl Crush, that I followed, that I've been following. I think school in, band. 
Oh. Or you mean band. Schoolgirl Crush. Yeah, Schoolgirl Crush is the name of the band. Yeah, so... And their lead singer is Korean. Yes, so mm-hmm. hello to Michelle, Celeste, Chris, Greg, and Dave. Are I they going to perform using. at the Cleveland Asian Festival? Ooh. Uh, I, I will have to talk to Debbie. <laughs> because oh, gotcha. We'll, we'll have to talk to Debbie. <coughs> yeah, and finally, uh, all special mention to Gadi Zamir, the owner of Negative Space. Yes. Forgot to mention that. Yeah, he's he a nice a guy. Founder. He's actually a very creative artist too. Yeah, very creative. Wonderfully eccentric. And really, I don't see him as eccentric. I think he's pretty. Have you ever talked to him? All yeah. artists are really? eccentric. Have you worked <laughs> with him on wood burning? No, you know, the, but uh, I talked to him only. You know the the photo cutout board with the dragon. He yeah. had me work with him on that, and yeah, he's pretty eccentric. Ah, well, he's an artist. Yeah, artist usually are always so. centric in a, that perspective. And he's also a r- Israeli, and that's uh, Asia Minor, so that kind of goes yeah. hand in hand. Covers. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. we can have him up sometime here to talk about his art. I think so. I think it would be I a very we interesting need, uh, conversation. Yeah. It should be an interesting guest uh, because he's mm-hmm. got very, very interesting background. And actually, I was, um, I was over... Um, Wait a second. Are you saying that you don't have an interesting background? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> then what the heck we have him here for? I'm know. here to Get promote out. the Get motivations of uh, Cleveland International no. Film Fest. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> that, that's like a warning bell now, too. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, speaking of interesting people, uh, we could also get... Um, uh, Juan on the radio. She's uh, Vietnamese. Her son Tyler does all the tricking and the the karate. Oh, on, um, on, on power. Yeah, I was at their house and they showed me this giant jug of snake liquor, and it's a very interesting story. And we should can bring we ask her, ask her to bring here too? Then we to, to bring it so we could try it. Can you <laughs> well, invite me too really and strong. she brings that because I want to <laughs> taste that. <laughs> we can take a picture, put it on the on our oh, page. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, let's ask her because yeah, I was there. They told me the entire story. It was, wow. Uh, very interesting about their family's trip to Vietnam. I think that's a that's a good great you know that's uh, the whole idea here to promote and 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 the mm-hmm. culture difference the culture and and, and Asian oh, absolutely. culture. See, we, I got distracted because Alex is taking picture yes. right now of us. He's going Facebook like, these. Uh, 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 well, you take pictures too. I just don't notice. It Yours will show up candid. on March twenty fourth. <laughs> <laughs> After March twenty fourth. So um, uh, we do have some upcoming guests that we have on list, right? Yes, absolutely. And I was just going to say we're done talking about Alex's friends. Maybe we could talk about our friends. Yes. So our upcoming friends, um, the composer who does the opening score for Asian Town Voices, is Arya Kumar. He'll be on air with us on uh, with March. With his wife. With his wife, Sapna Kumar, on uh, March 31st. And then after that, uh, in April, on April 7th. Oh, a quick note on... Um, never mind. Scratch that. I was going to talk about... What's the thing? I was going to talk about St. Patrick's Day. <coughs> but never mind about St. Patrick's Day. We'll talk about that next time. On April 7th, Michael Buhn, the uh, president of Asian... Executive Sur- director. Oh, sorry. The executive director... Oh, that's right, because it's nonprofit. Okay. Right. Of uh, Asian Services in Action will be uh, here with us and uh, talking about their um, involvement in Asiatown. On um, April 14th, Jason Wynn from Channel WKYC, Channel, channel, channel 3. 3. I, it was so embarrassing because the other time I was asking him about what Fox thought, and he looks at me and he's like, yeah. Why do I care about Fox? I'm like, don't you work for them? He's like, no. Well, he's going to be here full day with us to shoot the OCA Image TV here. And then right after we finish on Friday morning, then he would come and be our guest. Maybe and I should joke about <coughs> him and ask him if he's from like a different TV station. It was, it was really embarrassing because I didn't know him that well. And it was just like, whoops. <laughs> Jason is a very prominent and actually his dad also very well known in Cleveland, the mm-hmm. president of the Vietnamese community, mm-hmm. uh, Greater Cleveland. Vietnamese organization. But but yeah, he'll be here shooting um taping 
the show and then being interviewed. Yes, thank you for finishing my thought. Yeah, uh, no problem. Yeah, because <laughs> I was trying to look, and I uh, my handwriting is very <coughs> sloppy. So, oh, look at this. On April 21st, we're going to have Debbie and Barbara Lum on air with us. Which they are part of what organization? The Asian Americans Bar Association. Of Ohio. Of Ohio. <coughs> Barbara, no. Barbara actually is the new president, and, and Debbie's going to pass the torch to Barbara. It's going to be cool. You know, you know what's slightly Asian that we should get on the show? Slightly Asian. It does get a little bit too, um, <laughs> not fully Asian, just slightly. I was going to say Grumpy Cat because the Grumpy Cat looks a little bit like it's part Siamese. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that was, um, yes. <laughs> so, and uh, one coming up, a couple of co- upcoming events in April, May, we have the Cultural Shock 2013. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's a collaboration between the Parma City School District and Tri-C West. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have, basically speaking, it's a multicultural fair, uh, cultural presentation, interactive activities, acne dance, um, Earth balloon? I had no idea what the heck's that. Earth balloon? Yeah. Oh, is that like hmm. a giant balloon uh, look that with coloring in that looks like the globe? I had no idea. I kind of had to check that out. Hmm. Uh, literacy, literacy ideas and other different things. Interesting. And uh, I'm going to be speaking between 12.30 to 1.30 about discriminations and being different. Okay. And <coughs> yes, make sure you come see Johnny on uh, 12.30, 1.30. April 18th, 2013. Uh, and 12, yeah. Well, the show, the whole day is 12.30 to 4 o'clock. Okay. It's going to be at the Tri-C West Campus, mm-hmm. 11000 Pleasant Valley Road. That's Parma, right? Parma. Okay. Hey, Alex, that's where you live. Yeah, that's where we live. Let's not, let's not say anymore because then you're going to have crazy fans talking. <laughs> 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 you know, because of all those people you had a shout out to, you know. Are you performing that day in this April 18th? I, I am not. Why? Because they're looking for performers, too. Oh, I, I didn't get anything for that. Oh. They don't love me. No, Maybe I had to forward it to you. To Actually, to honestly, it's a Saturday, right? Right. I think that's uh, the day of my No, that's wedding. a Thursday. Is it Thursday? That's a Thursday. Oh. Okay, the 20th is a Saturday. Okay. Yeah, right around then I have a wedding to go to. So don't worry about but it. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, I, I probably have to work. Yeah, do we work? Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I have to work that day. So Johnny does not. <laughs> Yeah. I see Alex is tweeting or social media. Oh, yeah, media definitely. He's a social right media freak. Yeah, ch- check it on March 24th. So, My so pictures will be... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you volunteer for the uh, marketing committee of the Cleveland Asian Festival? Oh, no. I mean, just too media. much... I'm already busy with my commitments left and right above and beyond. Uh, I see the pictures right now. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, uh, what do you usually do for fun that's related to you being Filipino? I guess... Okay, let me rephrase that question I because I, uh, I started off in a wrong order. Yes. So... How do you relax on your downtime and get in touch with your fi- Filipino roots? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of, um, I don't think I've told anyone this, but I, I do a lot of oh, no. uh, research. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of what? A lot of research on oh. Philippine history and uh, oh. check out uh, past pictures and research um, issues more deeper than ever. For example, um, current issue right now is I don't know if you guys heard about the uh, Malaysia Philippines uh, no diff um, a group of uh, Filipino Muslims uh, went to a village in Sabah the edge of Sabah um, occupied it and was saying that they were demanding increase in rent or because historically the Philippines has a claim to that part of the island and um, as of this interview, about 50 people have died because the Malaysian military attacked them. Oh, wow. Philippine government is telling them, hey, please leave that city in Sabah. And so you know, I, I researched those issues. I, I don't trumpet it. 
because it's just a personal interest for me mm-hmm. to get to know my uh, background better. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we have the internet now. When, yeah, when yeah. I was growing up, yeah. it's you have to go encyclopedia and oh, you know, I, some things are lost. I remember <laughs> remember Telnet back then. Yeah, yeah, Telnet. So even though it's uh, even though we know that the internet is not the best source of uh, Look, uh, yeah, information, she doesn't understand what the heck is telling. Yeah, Yunus, <laughs> going. What are they talking about? What's that? What's what's encyclopedia? I, I still have my Collier's encyclopedia. I really do in my tiny little apartment. So yeah, I, I, I do uh, research and uh, I go to museums just to relax, uh, cultivate the art artist side of mine. So for those of us who are not Filipino or the younger Filipinos in our listening <coughs> audience, can you give us a, a brief history in the next five minutes? about Filipino history? Sure. Philippines was uh, discovered in 1421 or 1521. Not by Christopher Columbus. Not by Chris, <laughs> but, but by another Spaniard, uh, Ferdinand Magellan. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the next 300 years, the, fi- the country was under Spain, rule of Spain. That's why mm-hmm. the country right now is 81% Catholic because of that influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunate, not unfortunately, but amazingly, I'm speaking English, right, instead of Spanish. Right. Because um, they discriminated a lot of Filipinos from learning the Spanish language. Language, they treated them lowly. So at the turn of the century, when the Philippines was sold to America for $10 million. Wait, America bought the Philippines? America bought the Philippines during the Spanish-American War. I had, wow, I did not know that. For yeah. $10 million. $10 million. Wow. I even know the amount. <coughs> and um, during that time, America transformed the country in the elect- uh, and put... A government that's similar to the U.S. That's why we also have the Senate and the Congress and similar similar political uh, setup. Assemblies, yes. Yeah, and then seventies uh, <laughs> Marcos time uh, became a dictator nation, but yeah. the nation improved a little bit. There were some some um, problems, insurgency, and then in the eighties, the first woman president in Asia, Karzan Aquino, nineteen eighty seven. I was in the streets also rallying, and then from that point on, it. You know, it's it's uh, still a third world nation, but it's moving up. So it's got its normal problems of uh, politics and insurgency, but it's got a wonderful, colorful uh, um, picture, background, movies, music. So, all right. Well, I know you do have one more tune um, that you had uh, brought with you today. You want us to? Uh uh, talk, talk about the song a little bit. Sure, it? sure. Uh, it's called Babalik Karin. In English, its uh, translation is You Will Return. It's by an artist. Uh, his name is Gary Valenciano. Very, very popular singer in the Philippines. Um, and uh, this song is very nostalgic. Again, for a lot of Filipinos who work outside the Philippines or who migrated to the Philippines, the song is basically saying you've reached different places, you've achieved this uh, popularity in life, but still you will want to return home so hopefully um you will return back on the show in not too long of a time all right sounds good we can close with the music then yes (laughs) well thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to us tonight um i guess we'll catch you next week yeah